All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com Coming in hot is presented by Botano. The game starts now. Here are your hosts, Brent Wallace, Jason York, and Bobby Ryan. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. Brent Wallace alongside Jason York and Bobby Ryan coming in hot as always presented by Botano. Uh, boys, it is mm, Sidney Crosby's birthday, but none of that matters today. Uh, we've got a big <laughs> yeah. show. It's our 100th episode. So yeah. congrats for Bobby. It's his third episode, but for Yorkie and I, uh, congrats. Yeah. Well done, boys. Way to carry the torch. 2024 is going to be my year. <laughs> uh, I will say uh, we do have a guest. Uh, he will be a bit. Uh, he's just probably walking some old ladies across the street and delivering food to the homeless. But Josh Norris is stopping by a bit later in the show. I just want to let everybody know. Um, but before that, lots to talk about, including uh, Eric Carlson traded, but by the way, Josh Norris included in an Eric Carlson trade in the first place from Ottawa. Um, yeah. Should we just kick right off with getting your thoughts on uh, the reigning Norris trophy winner, just the second time in history he's traded uh, by winning. And so the other guy was Doug Harvey, I think in 1971. So Yorkie, you're the defenseman. I'm going to start with you, your thoughts on this trade. You know, I look at where Pittsburgh's at right now. With the age of their team, I think they're one of the oldest teams right now. But, hey, I, I think it's a good move for Pittsburgh. You bring in Eric right now, Carl, who I, I think he's got at least a couple more good years. And I'm like, he's healthy right now for the first time in a long time. Seems to be happy where he is in his life right now. And he wants to win. I, I know, Bob, you, you know him a little bit better than I do. But 
I just think he's I think he's a perfect fit for, for, for Pittsburgh right now. And San Jose gets a few things back. Um, Montreal's involved in this as well. They're bringing back Petrie. So I like it. Like if, if, if there's any team out there that it kind of makes sense for, I think it makes sense for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Take, take, take one last kick at the can here. You got a motivated Crosby motivated. Like he's going to be excited as hell right now to, to have Eric Carlson, probably the best power play guy in the league come in. Uh, and help. There's one thing about the Penguins that, that hasn't been great. It's your power play. So, yeah. you know, you can slide Latang over to a one-timer position where he's probably better at, and you have Carl at the top <laughs> distributing. You got Crosby, you got Malkin, Carl, Latang. You got so many options. So I, I think it makes a lot of sense. And for San Jose, it wasn't going to work. He didn't want to be there. He wants to win, um, and they get some assets in return. Yeah, I would agree with a lot of what you said, but I'm just thinking about poor San Jose where they where they were oh. at there. Um, you know, they they actually got some really good players back, and you got a you got a first, although it's protected in the top mm-hmm. ten, which they're not going to pick in the top ten now that you threw Carlson in. Um, yeah. And you know, you bring in Montreal to to make the money work. You know, San Jose is still paying 13 percent of that contract, which is a lot of money. Um, mm-hmm. But you got you got Carl off the book, and you can start to look to build for the future. I just I just feel bad. I, I mean, I don't feel bad. You can never feel bad for business decisions. But San Jose really had Burns there and Pavelski there, and whatever oh. you brought him in, and um, everything's just gone to shit. And it's not Carl's fault. It's not their fault. It just didn't work. So now you rebuild. If I'm Pittsburgh, I'm pumped. Um, I think your window with those guys, you know, the guys that are getting older, is closing. Um, you call it your core four, whatever you want. And you add a Carlson Carlson becomes your fourth in that core for a couple of years. I think that they realize they can win. I don't know if they have the goaltending to win. That's a different conversation for a different day, but at the same time, you have a very, very elite group of offensive players, two of which are defensemen that can control the blue line. That's a big, big thing. Um, And it, does it instantly make them contenders? I don't know, but it certainly puts them in the conversation for me. If that power play can get click in, if, if, you know, you know, the two guys up front have great ears. It's just, it makes that team dangerous at all times because now you have, you have 60 minutes so 30 minutes each give it. It's not 30, but you have Carlson or Latang on the ice almost all game long. Like that's, that's hey, Bob, a huge benefit. What's, what's Ricard Raquel's story? I liked him when he was in Anaheim. Is he legit? You know what? I kind of, he was coming in as I was leaving. He was a young kid. I always wondered that because he was able to play behind a Getzlaff and a Perry and, you know, put some points up. He's very, very skilled. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't, I don't know. I think he's a good second line guy. He's not a guy that you can rely on for 30 goals by any means, but he yeah. gives you some points and he's not soft. Mm-hmm. He he'll get into the fray a little bit. So mm-hmm. I've always liked this game. I think he's got a lot of patience. Um, but he's a very complimentary piece when you're talking the big picture on those things, you know, um, and like, I'm just seeing it pop in here. It's 60 points last year in a down year. So yeah. I think I think you can put up the numbers that you want there. Yeah. Yeah. And, the, and Pittsburgh made a, like they brought in Graves in the off season, big defenseman. So he's a guy, yeah. you could see him protect, perhaps playing with, with Carlson, be a nice little partner for him, a defense first type of guy. So yeah, I, I, I like, I, I'm with you, Bob. Uh, I don't know about you, Wally, but I, I, I think for Pittsburgh, why not? Like, why not? Why not? Like, mm. hey, <laughs> Dubas right now announcing his uh, presence with authority cruises into town. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna add a, a ten million dollar defenseman. So, hey, we all know Dubas is an analytics darling, right? Like he's yeah. Moneyball, and Eric Carlson has been 
statistically one of the best drivers in the NHL. Like he is an analytics darling. Well, right on, on Dubis though, I can't, you can't call him Moneyball because he gives it out left, right, and center. Oh, but... that's right. Eh? <laughs> I forgot about He's Moneyball. And 10 for you. I saw eh? something. Somebody was like, oh, dear Lord, Dubis has another D, you know, core four um, and then listed the money and the players. And I was like, yeah, but that, that core four is one before, except for Carl. Exactly. Okay, yeah. right. And two okay. of those core four uh, are going to put as many points up as your bottom two and the other core four. From the blue line. So it's a much better core four. Let's be a little, let's right. be a little honest here. So yeah. I'm glad Toronto changed the name because it used to be the big four. The big four, yeah. And I'm sorry, you, you can't throw big in front of your name unless you want something. You can't. You I can't. agree. Yeah. Like you, I agree. like you go back to the Montreal Canadians, they had the big three Larry Robinson, Guy Lapointe, and Serge Savard. They weren't the big three until they won a few cops. Yeah. So like come yeah. on. They're and I know it's not, I, and I know it's not the I know it's not the players' fault. They're not saying, "Hey, name us this, name us this. it's a, it's a Toronto thing. Toronto yeah. loves to Toronto loves to overvalue what they have, um, but uh, no, you got to earn it. And the Pittsburgh guys have earned it. They've won. Yeah, they, well, there's no middle ground in Toronto. You're either <laughs> you've either earned it or you're on your way out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's, a, that's a tough place to be a third line guy. That's for sure. <laughs> but you know, I. I ultimately like the trade. I, you know what? I was going to reach out to Hoffman to see how excited he was or if he was excited or whatever. Yeah. Um, and saw his post and then just kind of left it. But I think he's probably excited to go. He's, I think he's going to be good in the West. Um, yeah. I think he can play. I, I don't know who he's going to play with. I don't even know the lineup out there. I found like, that's a, you know, I have no idea who plays in San Jose. <laughs> I gotta be completely honest. So, um, I could see him playing with a Benino who I do know is there and like, and Benino can distribute to him and get him the puck and let him do his thing. So, uh, or you put him and Granlin together on different sides. I don't know if they're where Logan they are. Couture is still out there, right? Yeah. Yeah. How's, I mean, how's he feeling right now? <laughs> that guy, I've only had a few run-ins with that guy and I think he's a beauty. I think he's absolutely hilarious and a really good guy. I think he's a really good captain, but he's a great player. I'm, I'm he's licking windows right now, trying to get out. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that poor, that poor bastard's lot. You know, he's watched everybody leave and he's just sitting there going, man. <laughs> and he wants to, and he wants to win so badly. You could tell yeah. like, he's such a good 200 foot player. Like you got to, yeah. You know I, feel I, for for, him. I forgot the Duke went out there and thank you to our host, Gavin, who's just absolutely crushing it on the direct messages in the background. But if he's playing with uh <laughs> Duclair and Couture, that's a pretty good line. Yeah. Like, It'll be, that, they'll all be minus 28. Yeah, but they'll light it up on the peeps. <laughs> that's a, <laughs> hey, I like that. The Duke was good last year in the playoffs. I liked what he was I doing. I like Duke, man. I think Duke's a great player. He, We, we let him go for 1.6. Come on. <laughs> was yeah. that what well, But yeah. there was some behind-the-scenes stuff with I the, believe that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah. don't think that uh, he was very happy with the way management was handling some of the off ice issues. Hey, that's, a um, great, that's a great handle, by the way. The Duke, the, the Duke. Duke. Yeah, <laughs> I was I was a big fan of him, though, as a guy and a player. The one thing about uh, well, there's two things I wanted to bring up. Uh, how Pittsburgh actually took on a ten million dollar player and saved three point one million dollars in cap space. Um, I think that gets forgotten yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Uh, with uh, San Jose returning retaining one point five million dollars of uh, Carlson's salary, also. Pittsburgh, Yorkie, you don't like the old guys. Pittsburgh now the second oldest team in the National Hockey League behind. Bobby, who do you think is the oldest team in the league? 
I know who it is. I know. I sent you the lo- the list by accident. Oh man, um, I'm gonna take one stab at this. Give me a minute. Um, I was gonna say wherever Craig Anderson played because the average came up so high. But, uh, all right. Well, tell me this: Who's the oldest player in the league this year? Ooh. Oh, it's a. Def- is it? Uh, is Mark Giordano still count? He's still playing, isn't he? Is he? Was he? Is he back? So I'm gonna. I'm gonna say. Him yeah, he signed. He signed a two-year deal with Toronto. I think he is back. I think he is. So my, my guess is going to be, I'm just looking at Dallas, Washington. Washington oh, Capitals. yeah. How do you not know that? Yeah, yeah. fair enough. So, but not by much, like 30.9 and Pittsburgh's 30.8. Seattle is next, which surprised me. And then it's Boston. Wow. How, 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 how does anybody actually know how, how old Ovi really is? <laughs> yeah, no, no, <laughs> like, no, um, <laughs> He's not so, an 85. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. Oh, Yorkie. Like he was uh, gray. He was gray at 26. Come on. Yeah. There's a, there's a couple of things. One is the joke that Mike Hoffman finally now gets to play in San Jose. He returned for a second time, but he was flipped. If we all remember the San Jose the first time, yeah. um, which ended up with uh, Pierre Dorian trying to change uh, how he did with deals. Uh, also, uh, the youngest teams in the National Hockey League, Ottawa now listed at fourth youngest behind New Jersey, Buffalo, Columbus, and that's Ottawa. Just wanted to point that out. Man, Jersey's a good team for being that young. I like that yes. team a lot. I, I like so, yeah. that team a lot. That's going to so, be a dangerous playoff team to me. Uh, you brought up earlier about the Stanley Cup. Uh, if they were, if Pittsburgh was any more of a Stanley Cup contender now with the addition of Eric Carlson. Uh, Gavin, if you've put up the board of Botanos, uh, odds right now of the divisions to win, and this hasn't changed, in fact, since the trade uh, of Eric Carlson, the Atlantic division is favored to win the Stanley cup. Uh, Do you guys agree with this or would you put your money elsewhere? The Atlantic division division, meaning Tampa, Florida, Carolina. I mean, yeah. Um, Yeah. I, here's the problem with, Excuse me, with that for me is whoever comes out of there is going to be dog tired by the team that walks out of the Pacific, which is likely going to be the same every year in Vegas and Colorado meeting in that, you know, in that last round. Mm. Um, so, f- you know, th- I think it's the toughest division to get out of, but I would, I would edge towards a team coming from the Pacific for me. Well, did I screw that up? No, Atlantic division. <laughs> I, I, I'm not used to the Probably. You, did you make the board? No, no like, there's not a chance. No, Car- Carolina's in the Metro, right? That's Carolina's correct. In- yeah. yeah. I, man, I still like Carolina. I like what they did in the offseason. I like what uh, I like what Brenda Moore is selling down there in Raleigh. Man, I'd love yeah. to play for that guy. Just are they going to have the goaltending? That's going to be the question. Is, is Freddie Anderson, like, is he going to? Is he going to be good enough to get it done? But who knows? You look at the, look at last year, right? Like, yeah, backups galore are leading the way in the Stanley Cup uh, playoffs. Like Very Vegas, true. great great example. So, I don't know. Whoever that, these things are so tough because so much is indicative on the health of the team at the time. It's just yes. so especially Correct. now, especially but, now. So in the top five, Toronto is in there uh, with Botano's odds, and Boston sits at seven. Um, and Tampa's at 10. So three of the top 10 from the Atlantic Division. Boston ain't it, winning anything this year. Okay, I'm, just, right I'm just going right. by what it says, Yorkie. Are they making um, the playoffs, though? I, well, so here's my question. Is the Atlantic Division the toughest division in hockey? 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Go ahead, Bob. If you're the Ottawa Senators and you're trying to get a playoff spot and you see Tampa, Toronto, yeah. I'm going to say Boston, yeah. all ahead of you, Florida for that matter. Yeah. It's a tough, tough haul to try and find your way up the board. To the top three. I would agree. I would, yes. I, you know what? I will go ahead and say yes to that question. I think the Atlantic Division is the toughest to be in the top three in. The Pacific yeah. is very watered down. You have your top two. Um, the Metro. Mm. not as much up for grabs to me in the Metro, but, um, and the central is just the center they're out there. Um, I, I just think, yeah, I, I, I do. I think the Atlantic division is the toughest division in hockey. Yes. I will go ahead and say a hundred percent agree with that. I think that, that Metro division is getting better. You it mentioned, is. you yeah. mentioned how much you like New Jersey, Bob. Like yeah. New Jersey's yeah. coming. Carolina, the Rangers, they always seem to be in the mix. They got Shesterkin, one of the best goalies in, in yep. the world right now. Washington's kind of on a downturn right now, although holy <laughs> Merry Christmas, Tom Wilson. How's that? Wow. Con- what is that? How's, how's that Dude, contract? If I'm that guy. I'm pro- oh man. What? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think he's got he- the same agent as me. So, you know, that guy does well for his players, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> but, but to agree with you, yes. And then we didn't even mention Pittsburgh, who's got. Pittsburgh's got Carl now. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I I don't know. I think the top three teams in that division are a lot better than the top five teams. Mm -hmm. You know, I think there's a, there's a a bigger drop off there between three to six as there is in the division of, of that Ottawa is looking at, you know? Yeah. Buffalo's coming. Buffalo's coming. Buffalo's coming. The Tampa's always good. Toronto's the best regular season team in the world. Uh, So Boston, I still think Boston could miss this year. Patrice Bergeron, David Krejci, like who's playing center for Boston this year? Who's who, who's their number one and number two centerman? Is Charlie Coyle? Is he their number one center now? In Boston? Uh, who's their number one? Who's, who's I'm going to pull this depth chart up. Uh, this was not in the nerd report. No, but I'm just saying if 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 Boston. Zaka. Who, who the hell is Pavel Zaka? Pavel Zaka was awful in the playoffs last year. We're watching him. He's a turnover machine. 
Like <laughs> that loss of Bergeron is huge. And then throw in, throw in Krejci. So I know they, their defense is still good. Goaltending is still good. Coaching is still very good. Jim Montgomery is a great coach. So they're going to challenge. But I, I think there's a chance they could miss because that's a, that's a huge that's a huge loss with Bergeron. Like he's, he's so, you know, he's, to me, he's the heartbeat of the team. So I, and I just don't know who, I don't know who you replace him and Krejci with as your one, two centers. It's, and, it's interesting. And but Bertuzzi's they and they lost Bertuzzi. Bertuzzi's gone as well. So he, he might've been their best player in the playoffs. And I forgot about Taylor Hall's gone. Uh, yeah. Nick Felino is a, you know, Bob, he's a, he's a guy that's so integral inside your dressing room, keeping guys calm. Yeah. I know they still have guys, but those are all, that's a lot of leadership gone out we, of that room. We didn't even talk about, he went from being a healthy scratch to a $4 million guy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, yes. What's going Good on? For Good for Nick. Good yeah, for I, I love it. I, actually, I would bring in Nick to any locker room. No, having two or 15 and, at, at a four million price tag, he's probably worth it because he's probably yeah. going to take Bedard right under his wing. He's probably going to help Tyler Johnson, you know, with the culture of that room. But man, <laughs> like, do you think he got a call? Was like, is somebody pranking me? Well, <laughs> like, what about what about your boy Corey Perry? Also a four million dollar man. The worm just keeps coming. They're going to have to carry that guy out of the league. He'll he will he will play until the, there's dust on his bones. <laughs> I love that guy. He's not going anywhere anytime soon. But um, that room got a lot a lot more fun in in Chicago this year. So I think they're going to surround Bedard with some really good people. I like that. I like oh, both yeah. those moves absolutely. Well, yeah, yeah. interesting. Chicago's now gone up in age, right? With the addition of those guys, they're now seventh oldest in the league. Yeah, but that's what you got to do. You got to bridge the gap for guys like Bedard to take over. Right. You can't just give them the king, you know, the keys. Um, so you got they didn't hear for know. a bit. Remember, like they were bringing in Eric Goodbranson and yeah, um, oh, Braden Colburn and all the guys that they could find as veterans. But it's a lot of the times it just didn't work out. Yeah, for Eric Stepanek, you know, from the from the on ice end, and Step got hurt so fast too. But the, from the on ice standpoint, nothing worked. But it's I guarantee you those guys probably instilled some lessons that Brady's using to this day in the room. For sure. For sure. And it's one thing too, like when you bring in a guy like Corey Perry, like he's won, he scored 50 goals. He just, he's going to command and Nick Felino as well. Those guys command respect right away. And Bedard is going to like, he's not going to have to look and, hockey db these guys and say oh who are these guys like yeah, yeah. Like, like you'd be surprised some guys are like some guys come in league they have no idea right but like yeah so i i like the moves like it's I'm, they're not going to be a great team but they're gonna they're gonna really build a culture there with bringing in those kinds of personalities yeah i agree i'm i'm very interested to see who they surround bedard with on on a line do yeah. You, yeah. Do you play him with a, the guy that can protect him in Felino, or do you put him with a Perry, or do you just get him out there to score and and light the league up in his rookie year, and you surround them with whoever these guys might be? Is it uh, Hall, whatever Tyler Johnson on one wing, Hall on the other, well, like whatever you decide, right? So um, they're going to set that kid up for a ton of success, and I think he's going to grab it by the uh, the reins pretty quickly. He, I mean, I think we got the real deal, you know, right there in Chicago. So. I'm curious when you came into Anaheim, you're the second overall pick. Did they have those conversations with you of 
we think this is the best fit for you to play here or do this or was there any of those conversations no but that was 2007 compared to 2023 where yeah. it was shut up <laughs> and uh <laughs> and don't get in pronger's way in the locker room be careful what you say in front of so and so or when randy walks in the room you 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 scatter out of there <laughs> so uh, speak it was yeah. you you don't speak unless spoken to yeah i think that lasted up until about 2009 10 and then it really started to change yeah. and like i came into the oldest team in the league that had just won right that made it yeah. much more um it made it easier and harder at the same time because it was you know Corey and getsy were a couple years older than me but there was nobody my age coming in um at all really for the first couple of years, we had some guys get call-ups and things like that, but nobody to really kind of grasp all of learning the curves with together. You know, the other rookies my year were Ryan Carter, who's in 83 and, you know, guys that were much older than me learning the ropes at the same time. So it made it harder and it was a lonelier time for me for sure. But the guys that were in that room that you could sponge off of, you know, Solani, mm -hmm. Pronger, Niedermeyer, uh, Koivu after that gets left and Perry who had won, but we're a couple years older. Like I had, a, I had it made, you know, Todd Marchant who nobody talks about um, that ran that room. It was awesome. So who was, didn't talk to you? Perry and Perry wouldn't talk to him right away. Yeah. We, yeah. We would, we were on the ice for 20 minutes a night together, but couldn't get much out of him. Um, <laughs> but he got, he got better quick once he realized that wasn't just going to be a flash in the pan and I was going to stick around <laughs> a little bit. Um, you know, I, I didn't necessarily not talk to anybody. Everybody was good to me as the only real young guy, but I certainly didn't talk to the coaching staff at all. I mean, you, and they had no time for me because they, they, number one, they had just won. They have a locker room that runs itself off of those guys um, that have been around. So there wasn't any micromanaging that would trickle down from the coaching staff. For me, it really was be seen and be, and, and, and don't be heard. Just don't rock the boat. Be the so, first one on, on the ice, be the last one off. Yeah. Nobody came to you, like coaches or G did the GM, anybody go, hey, just checking in, just want to see how you're doing? My GM was Brian Burke and then Bob Murray. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Every now and again, I'd come up and get smacked upside the head with a, with a, you know, a pep talk. Um, but it wasn't until my end of my rookie year where you actually got the chance to sit down with them. And I think that was the first time I had talked to Bob Murray and I was up for rookie of the year. And we were in Vegas together and we had to like take a, you know, a, a long walk together. Cause I, I dressed improperly. I wasn't told what to wear. Um, so I was running back to my hotel to change and I spent, you know, time with him. And I thought, I think this is the first time I've really talked to him a ton. Um, other than, you know, he was a, and, and now I don't know if this is a case across the league, but my, and Steve wasn't that way, but GMs are in the room a lot more than they were. Um, Yorkie, you can attest to the fact you never saw Brian Burke, um, or Bob Murray, for that matter. They never came to the room. They never wanted to travel with the players. They stayed mm. away. And it was almost like they didn't want any kind of attachment with the guys that they were going to possibly have to move or yeah. they don't want the camaraderie. I don't know what it is, but like, you know, um, and I don't think it's a slight, but Pierre comes into the room and grabs breakfast and says good morning to the guys. We had none of that back then. The only time Brian Burke would come is if he was going to steal my chew, <laughs> like when I was young. Um, so that was it. I'd come in after the locker, after the game, and my chew would be up top, and I'm like, Berkey, <laughs> he got in there again. But that, you know, that was it. That was all you saw of them. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny how the, the, the league just every 10 years or – it just changes so much to where you no know, guys come in now and there's just totally different. Like you, you've got, well, each team has at least three or four player development guys working with these guys before they even come in. And 
get to camp. So it's just totally different. I remember too, and Bob brings up the point of veterans, like it, it before it wasn't easy because you weren't well, getting welcomed with, with open arms. Like I remember doing skating drills. You do the old four corner skating drills. Uh. So you're in each corner, they put the nets up and you do laps. I remember guys in Detroit, it was a guy named Ray Shepard. He actually reminds me of you, Bob. I don't know. He's a, he played a great goal scorer, great hands. But Shep, uh, not a great skater. And I'd be in his group, and he's like, Berkey, you fucking pass me. I'm going to two-hand you. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, he's like, pack stays together. We do our laps together. Yeah. So. That was always <laughs> tough. It was always tough for me. I always felt like a donkey at the Kentucky Derby. I'm like, I would always try to find Chris Tierney or somebody else to like cut a deal with. Be like, hey, side by side, no matter what. And then you got, you know, <laughs> you would always right. just have one guy to get out there and lead the pack. But you remember that it would be like, you would you would know if it was going to be a good day or a bad day if he said one lap to begin with. Because if he said one, then you were oh. usually going one, two, three, three, two, one. But if he started at three and you knew you were doing three, four, five, five, four, three. You're like, come on, this is going to be a brutal, brutal we, set. We had, uh, we used to do this on every workday. We had to go up to six and down. Yeah, like, that's brutal. Not, yeah. not so basically, while you're doing six laps, then the other corner goes, the other corner, other corner, then you do five, then you do four, three, two, one, then you come back up, or you go one down, wherever, however you want to do it. But it is a bagger. It's a bag. It's- you know what? I I could get through those. For me, it was always the ones that like the ones that killed the groins and the legs and the hips. For a couple, and stop. As soon as you yeah. as soon as you throw that, unless you're doing like blue line, red line, the quick little hitters, yeah, where you can get out of it and get right back into the next stop. If you're going the length of the ice and hitting the brakes and then coming back, you're like, come yeah. on, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> do we have a game this week? Because I'm gonna feel I'm gonna feel this for a month. <laughs> this makes me think of summer skates, which I'm going to get into in just a sec. But first, yeah. uh, we got some business to take care of. Uh, Bobby, business. you are on uh, BEI today. Uh, yes. I just wanted to throw that out there now since it's show 100. Uh, as always, uh, Gavin, our show proudly presented by Botano. Go to botano.ca or download the app. Uh, the award-winning state-of-the-art app is the most user-friendly and advanced betting app for your mobile or tablet. Have the amazing world of sports always with you at Botano. Hundreds of betting options for events. Uh, try same game parlays with Bet Builder. Of course, all the future stuff is online. You can pick who you think is going to be the Stanley Cup winner and make it the Ottawa Senators. Uh, Botano, the game starts now. Oh, we're back to the old school screen. I like it. Okay, our show is also brought to you by BEI, Bonisher Excavating, which is a heavy civil general contractor in the public and private sectors. Been helping the shape the Ottawa Valley for a long time. When planning your next project, consider BEI for the aggregate supply needs. You can give them a, excuse me, you can find them at bonisherexcavating.com or give them a shout at 613-432-1120. And you can get stuff across the board, equipment rentals, aggregate and topsoil sales, all this stuff, highway maintenance, slow down in construction zones. That it's not on there. I'm just, I'm just really on fire. I had a double espresso right before we started guys. So uh, thank you to Bonisher Excavating for being part of the coming in hot definitely a 10 out of 10 yeah it was good Uh, i know well done (laughs) the um so you guys talked about uh skating and not a lot going on um different than it was back then and i'm thinking now like guys are in all the time now it's there's a few guys i know have been here since june skating working out they're Mm -hmm. all in at the rink they're all talking they all have these pickleball tournament going on and the on at center ice i'll call it uh because there's no ice in it's 
it's completely different, if I'm not mistaken, gentlemen. Pickleball, yeah. I, nobody was playing playing <laughs> pickleball. Hey, pickleball is I don't is pickleball big in Nashville or in the it, states, Bob? It is. It is absolutely the number one growing sport in the country right now. It's they're, crazy they're putting these things up every and like I live in the country club, right? And they have demolished the tennis courts, and there are four pickleball. I can if I'm sitting in my back patio, I can hear the pickleballs all night long till ten o'clock with the lights on. Yeah, it's huge. I actually joined. You know this place, Wally, in Britannia. This place called the Britannia Yacht Club. It's like an old, old place in Britannia Beach, but they got great pickleball courts. Nice. So that's like it's crazy. Yeah, I, guess it's a, I just watched it on the other day. I was in uh, the U.S. and they have the. It's on ESPN all the time. The professional pickleball tr- yeah. tournament, but. Uh, Drake just bought a team. Who did? Drake. Oh, did he really? Yeah. yeah I, I mean, to me, you play pickleball if you can't in. play anything else. <laughs> like it's just you that's stand basically the head, yeah. That's basically me. I can golf, and I needed another sport, so it's pickleball. Yeah, I played it last week for the first time, and I my my Achilles and calves for two days, so I'm out. Um, <laughs> really? On the pickleball. Yeah, it was bad. My Achilles have always been bad, but. Um, I, I was I was generally trying to walk in the morning, so yeah, I, it's a no go for me. Uh, I, I do like that you don't have to move a ton if you get up to the net and you can just kind of stay there. And they call it thinking or something like that. Thinking, but, uh, yeah, yeah, thinking. yeah. Stay to the I kitchen. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. So to get back to your question, Wally, and um, not go completely off the rails on a sport that doesn't exist um, or shouldn't <laughs> exist. <laughs> um, yes, I don't know. I'll, I'll just put this in the context. I played in arguably the most desirable place in Anaheim um, in Newport beach and live in orange County. And if there was ever a place where guys were going to stay during the summer, that was it. And nobody stayed and nobody was there in June. Nobody was skating together in July. Mm-hmm. Guys came back for kids in school at the middle of August, give or take. And then they were there for a month before camp and other guys filtered in two weeks beforehand. So um I think it speaks to the times have changed in the league, but also closeness to the team. The guys want to be around each other, which I, I think is a great thing. Um, but, you know, I never even started skating till the middle of August for a lot of my, you know, I was yeah. like a, a month to gear up kind of thing. You showed up in September, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> they always, every year they would say, when are you coming back? I said, when's training camp? Yeah. <laughs> They'd be like the 17th. And I said, well, I'll see you the 14th. <laughs> so there's uh why am I leaving you, Idaho? You know? Oh yeah. Why would you, why would yeah. you two, the two records I don't think will, will, will be beat was one. I think I told this story before Paul coffee came to camp in Detroit and had not been on the ice, wheeled a brand new pair of skates out of a box, put them on no Amazing. bucket either did training camp with no bucket. <laughs> I love that. The best skater on the ice. Didn't never skated the entire summer. And then you Tamo Solani, Bob, he, we came back like a week or two early to Anaheim and we're all skating. And then Tamo cruises into town about two days before camp starts. We're like, you coming to skate with us, Tamo? He's like, no, no, I'm skating with my buddies, their beer league team who are on after us, like a bunch of guys, like a Come bunch on. of, a bunch of local guys from California that were his buddies. And he skated with them once and then came to camp still was, um, you know, Tamo, such a great skater. Didn't matter. Yeah, didn't matter. He's he's built like a truck. Yeah, that guy used to. I never. I would go through two pairs of skates in a year, and it would get to the point where the trainers had to pull my skates out of my stall and put new ones in because I just hated breaking them in. I was really, I my feet always had a really tough time with it. But Timu, 
used to come in between periods and put a new pair of skates on that he would go run under the hot water in the shower, strap him yeah. to his feet and go out there. And I'm like, how? And like, I, there was a jealousy factor there because I knew for me to be comfortable in a new pair of skates, I needed three weeks in them already. Um, and these guys just, some guys just like Dion Phaneuf, the same way they just pull them out of the box, put them on and yeah. they're good to go. It drives me nuts. I needed two. I was pretty good. I could do it in two skates. I'd uh, yeah. put them in the oven, then two skates and I was good. Oh man, I was I was yeah I was ten to twelve skates at least at least before I would wear them in a game. Really? Are you a Bauer guy though? Were you Bauer or CCM? I don't know what I wore. Um, <laughs> Come on, can't remember. CCM, I would say I would have to look. I remember when John when Johnny Forget um, when I got bought out, Detroit guy called me and said, "What kind of skates do you wear? What kind of sticks do you wear?" And I said, "I have no idea." So I grouped him and Johnny Forget <laughs> on a text together, and they got it all. And Johnny just laughed at me. He's, he said, "You're never going to have an easier player. He doesn't care what he wears one bit. Just put something in a stall, and he'll figure it out." Because I had no clue. But um, <laughs> but I do think because I, I remember the skates said Jet Speed or something on them, and I think that's a CCM brand. CCM, those were yeah. CCM, yeah. Yeah. So I wore those, but that's I funny. um so yeah, I never switched. I I was with Sherwood for ten of the fifteen years, you know, that I was in and around the league. So yeah. when they kind of got sold and out, I was you know my last few years, I was like whoever could make the closest thing to my curve was what I was using. And I I think I used like True and something yeah. else, and then I ended with Warrior. So I don't understand. I'm, I'm being totally honest here. How a th- four-time 30-goal scorer, a second overall pick, isn't more in tune with his gear? I it just, yeah, I don't know. It never mattered to me. Um, like if I if I put something on and I could tell right away it didn't work, I would rule that out, obviously. But I used to get absolutely buried out there because I wore these big shoulder pads because I had shoulder injuries coming out of juniors. And I wore them forever. Um and I, I was like, I'll take the beating from the other players and even trainers that are making fun of me because I had like this big wing built onto one of my shoulders because I simply, my shoulders were fine. I just wouldn't switch until <laughs> eventually, like when I got to, when I got to Detroit, I still had a couple pieces of equipment from Owen Sound. My junior <laughs> team. So, you know, you talk about Crosby and the famous jock, but like a lot of yeah. players just find something that works and they're like, yeah. Yeah, these elbow pads aren't up to code. And I'm like, well, they're, they're working and we're leaving them because shoulder yeah. pads, especially you get used to a nice pair of shoulder pads. Like you'll wear those babies for like 10 years. Absolutely. Yeah. And I was the same way with a girdle. I had a girdle that wasn't even being made anymore. Yeah. Um, and I wore it till the fact where it would like, you would hang it on the thing and it would touch the ground cause it was so soggy and wet and gross. And, um, <laughs> you know, they'd have to dry it differently, but I, they didn't make them. They were an old pair of Bowers that I found in a storage room and I wore my entire career until I got to Detroit my last year and I had to switch out of them. And I was, I was extremely frustrated that I had to switch out of them. So Zach Smith. Uh, was using a different skate, whether it was a tax or whatever, but the tongues were different and they didn't make them anymore. And so I believe Johnny, forget, went around and scavenged uh, scavenged uh, tongues from skates that he could to have. Yeah. I think ended up with Zach having like 10 extra pairs of tongues. And I'm like, this is bizarre. I believe some, it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there are players with some different... Uh, likes i should put it i guess i wore and it was funny because getzlaff and perry when i was in anaheim turned me on to him we were probably the only three players in the league as we were on a line wearing them but they were a pair of tights that had the jock built in but they were a certain brand i can't remember the brand um and then i got traded 
and the trainer there and it wasn't Johnny yet. It was somebody else. Um, what, not Woody. Is it Allegrino? Woody was there early Scotty, on. That's Scotty, yeah. yeah. He said, buddy, I can't find these anywhere. So he called Anaheim and they shipped out the last two pairs of them because Getz and Pairs had moved on into something else. So I wore those two pairs of whatever for nine years, every single wow. skate, every single <laughs> skate. And like to the point where like they were so, you know, they were so gross. I had, I was like taping them up onto my leg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just, you, I just, I didn't like change in my equipment at all. So, um, you know, I wasn't particular about anything except for what was comfortable. That's it. Yeah. Uh, Yorkie, did you ever play in Cooperalls? I did. You know what? I did in junior. I had, I wore them in junior. They're awful. That's incredible. That's incredible. It's so bad. Hey, if you wipe out with Cooperalls on, you just keep sliding because they're, because it's nylon down your whole leg, right? Yes. So, yeah, I wore them my first year junior when I was playing uh, in Hamilton. It was crazy. I still have some pictures around the house somewhere. I love what I thought the flyers looked really cool in them, but that Hartford uh, warm too. Hartford warm too. Um, You talked about uh, sliding when the new socks came in from, and I feel like it was the Oh five lock. They changed the socks. There was the concern of sliding down the ice in those. They had to, it took them a bit for trying to uh, come up with the right pattern, if you will, so that they were still like the old socks of the, and big uh, the, those, those socks too like way easier to cut through too like that was a little bit of an issue like yeah. the old big thick socks yes. well, uh, not that it's a lot of protection but it's a little bit more to go through uh so bob have you heard from our good friend uh yeah i, I was didn't want to my phone's blowing up um josh norris texted me and said be on in five and that was at two thirty, and it is now two forty. so he's absolutely crushing it and then uh <laughs> our ottawa fans that are hearing us well i'm i'm getting a lot of updates from cody so, bass at the moment who is my realtor down here so um yeah i i got stuff i got stuff happening behind the scenes folks but apparently when i bring a guest on they can't be on time and it looks poorly on me so yeah. <laughs> well this will this will be in the post-show report um <laughs> hey hold on so how did how does Cody Bass get into real estate? Like, how does this happen? I don't know. I will say he's extremely good at his job, though. Very, like, extremely thorough. Uh, really knowledgeable. He started building houses and flipping them down here. Um, yeah. And then yeah. started a company with another guy. So they're, he's absolutely crushing it down here, from what I understand. Uh, yeah. He's probably I'm driving him nuts because every time I fl- see a house, I don't make an offer. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then I make an offer, and it gets into a bidding war, and then I bid out, and I say, I'm out of here. So... Uh, He's seen, I've seen a lot of houses with him and bought nothing. So the friendship's on, <laughs> on the rocks a little bit. But. How much, I'm, I'm curious, Nashville's housing market must be just exploding right now. Yeah, it's, like it's everybody, real. everybody wants to live. Like we're going down a bunch of couples. We talked about this end of the end of September. I can't believe it's like going to New York City now. Like, it holy, is. Sh- yep. holy shit, yeah. it's New York City prices on hotels now. It's amazing, man. I went downtown for dinner last night on a Sunday at, I, I think we got down there on six thirty, and just every single restaurant full. People walking around. It's, it's just, it's a full on. I mean, that area is a full on party. Yeah, you're without without further ado, uh, Gavin, uh, play the video as we uh, get ready for our guest. Oh, we got him, ladies and gentlemen. This is the main event of 
the evening. Looks slides it back to Batherson, back across. Norris, a hard shot, scores! Josh Norris, his first game. Drops it back, Kutza feeds that back. Norris, a shot, scores! Josh Norris, power play goal. Devon across, he goes, Norris scores! Uh, what, what an it makes me excited for the season. I know that. Josh, welcome to the show. Holy cow. Intro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you're on time. Um, so uh, how are things, by the way? They're good. I, uh, just, I'm, I'm at my parents' house right now, and we got a little – I got a, a puppy about a month ago or two months ago. Going nuts, so hopefully she doesn't, like, bark and ruin the whole interview. But <laughs> – what kind what of dog? Friendly show. Uh, you want to see her? Yeah, bring yeah. her on. Let's see it. The lighting's great there too. Perfect. Yeah. Phone <laughs> is the right way. Oh, what a good Here? looking pup! Yeah. Yeah, this is Bailey. Love it. Ah, is it Bailey. Is she making the trip to Ottawa? No, no. Unfortunately, I uh, left my uh, my parents with that one. They could take care of her. <laughs> I did that too, actually. I got a, I, I bought a husky and then <laughs> left them with mom and dad. So they, they had a dog for 13 years. <laughs> so yeah. old impulse buy. It was great. I bought her and got to see her for like whatever two weeks, and then me and my brothers moved out and we lived together, not at home. So they kind of they were stuck with all the you know indoor pooping and peeing and shit like that. <laughs> that's tough what is that a doodle so, or something what is that josh is that a doodle you got what kind of dog is that uh, a screen english screen golden Trier. oh that's nice, nice. Yeah. Okay. he's awesome Beautiful. there's uh tons of questions that people want to know uh, but i i need to know if you're part because i know you've been in ottawa i don't know how long you've been here but or back and forth uh are you part of the pickleball group at the canadian tire center uh yeah, I, I mean, I was last year until I got hurt, so that kind of went away. But um, I was actually in town like a week ago, and me and Shabby were playing because I have it set up like where the rink is right now because the ice isn't in. And uh, I got to give him props; he's a good player, and uh, he beat me three out of five. So, Ooh. yeah, wow. there's okay. players though. Like a lot of the Euros are good. Tim yeah, Forzy's Forzy's really good. Actually, I kind of smacked him last week, but he's he's usually pretty. <laughs> Are, are there standings involved? Oh, yeah. There's like a whole like pickleball world rankings. I don't know where I am on that, but. <laughs> do we still do the, um, do we still the pre game soccer world rankings or did they leave with Pajot? I haven't seen those since I've been there. So they must have, uh, they must yeah. have. Left. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of figured Pajot ran the world ranking system with Andy and those guys. So I, fi I figured it might have left, but, uh, yeah, we had a we had a whole intricate system for points and everything earned for two touch before the game, and that sometimes got way more serious than it should have been, <laughs> and arguments and yeah, yeah. So I could only okay. imagine summertime when you're trying to manufacture some kind of adrenaline. What the pickleball world ranking system is? <laughs> if uh, Josh, if you are uh, playing pickleball, and I know you're playing golf, there's always people want to know how's the shoulder are you 100 percent, and are you back to training normally for the upcoming season yeah i feel good um the first like four to five months was like that was the main like kind of grunt work and um i kind of started to uh, turn the corner probably about a month ago or so and i'm feeling really good um 
and I've been on the ice uh, a ton. And yeah, I'm back to training normally now, which is kind of nice because, I mean, I'm still obviously going to rehab and stuff, but um, at the start, it's a lot because you're training, you're doing rehab, you're skating, you're uh, doing massage or whatever. So it's just kind of a lot. But um, yeah, I feel good right now. Yeah, okay, Josh, I, I, I heard, Josh, I heard you're at the hunt club hitting bombs off the tee there. I, I, some people I know were watching you off the tee and they're like, shoulder looks pretty good. Like there was some <laughs> pretty good drives. Uh, I mean, my game looks pretty good off the tee. And then when I get in from about a buck, that's where it usually nips me in the ass. <laughs> I said, I would, I would, I'm the exact opposite. So, um, but it's good you're swinging because if you're swinging a golf club, you'll be, you'll have no problem getting back into the game. I, I can, and I can relate. Just be, be thankful. All you have is a dog. I remember with the, with the triceps injury, balancing rehab, training, trying to get on the ice when you have two young kids. So I'm gl- glad you got it out of the way now and you're not having to do all that stuff at four or five o'clock in the morning, right? So you can have some semblance of a day with the family during the summer. Made it a lot more difficult. Like having kids, like being injured and having to do all that. Yeah. Yeah. No, you throw a couple of kids in the game. <laughs> As any parent knows game changer, yeah. game changer. Um, so there, I, I, I don't want to talk a lot about hockey and injury, whatever, but there was talk about uh, preseason games and whatever. Are, are you expected to play preseason games? Um, I mean, yeah, I would, I would assume so. My goal is to be ready for opening. So um, you know, obviously like if that's the case. So, um, I don't think I'm just gonna, you know, get thrown right to the wolves on, on night yeah. one. If obviously if things are looking good and um, I think they are right now, then that should. Be- I'm I'm thinking you finally moved past the going to Winnipeg the day of group. I think you're probably into the get to stay home <laughs> group now. Um, is the uh, I'll ask you about Vladimir Tarasenko because there's a chance as we all debate the lines uh, oh, yeah. on social media. Do you know anything about Vlad? Have you spoken to him? Uh, are you excited with the potential of possibly being, well, it's either going to be him or Brady Kachuk, which uh, seems to be pretty good. Yeah, I mean, um, obviously I don't know what's going to happen, but um, I've spoken to Vlad briefly over text and just said, hey, welcome, like super excited to have him. Um, and we just whatever, a few more texts, because I think he's trying to find a place and whatnot. So, um, but yeah, either way, I mean, um, it's exciting. Um, just the whole group that we have, and and I'm e- eager to get back. Whoever I'm going to play with isn't, um, you know, really up to me. So um, just excited right. to be kind of back, and um, I'll probably be back at the end of the month. I think I was telling Bobby I'll be early September, but I'm I don't know. I was I got excited the other day, and um, I'm like, why don't I just go up a little bit early? So I'll probably be in town. It's yeah. like everybody's in town. Yeah, there, there's a especially as like August kind of rolls around. There's a lot more guys that come in. Um, and even last year, like everyone was there by, I think the third of September, which typically is like a little early for yeah. a little bit later this year, but, um, yeah, guys are excited to come back. When's camp open up this year? I think the 21st, which is oh. like later than usually. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's got, I mean, that's seven days later than usual. Um, yeah. Well, they, they yeah, they certainly cram them in these days, don't they? <laughs> like you got, I, I haven't seen the schedule, but I'd be interested to see how many back-to-backs there are this year. Do we know, Wally? I, I, I don't know. It wasn't in the nerd report. That's, gotta, a later, yeah. that's a later thing. All right. Well, it's, I, I, mean, I want to know about weddings. I want to know okay. how many weddings you've attended this year. 
Uh, I think just two. There have been a couple that um, I've been invited to that I just didn't have the time for and couldn't go, unfortunately. But um, yeah, a good, good buddy of mine got married in northern Michigan, which was awesome. It's a beautiful place to get married. And then obviously Brady got married uh, a few years now. And, and that was a riot. That was a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, I was happy for him. Obviously, a, like a special day for him and Emma. So there's a lot of guys there. And, and um, there was no shortage of fun. That's for sure. What was the reaction like in the room when Mr. Brightside was being played? So I think that came on at the rehearsal dinner, like the night before. And it came on earlier than I thought it was going to. Like, obviously, I knew it was coming on at some point, right? Um, but it came on early, and it was, it was great. Did you sing? Oh, God, no. You don't want to hear me sing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do a little bit, but I ain't singing. <laughs> uh that wedding seemed to be like i don't know by the table listing it was everybody under the sun uh were you surprised i don't know if surprise is the word of how many senator players were there it just seemed like everybody was invited yeah um i think everyone was pretty much invited for the most part uh there was a lot of guys there just obviously guys from ottawa that were there but guys from around the league that yeah uh, great shows in a tight with and i feel like he's thousands with now, but, um yeah there's a lot of guys there and, and um like i said it's a lot of fun what was dj there um i don't think so i didn't see him okay so but <laughs> dj was coach was there <laughs> hold on dj was at austin watson's who just got married on the weekend uh here's a picture of him from the wedding i'm just curious josh have you ever seen DJ Smith dance? Um, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know where I'd see him. <laughs> Not after a big win? Mm, we might have to get that involved this year. I don't know. I was, <laughs> what? All right, I was just curious if he was any kind of dancer on the uh, – because it would be good video for you guys to use later. <laughs> yeah. Um, or bad. I will go back because there wasn't a lot of, well, obviously we didn't chat with you a lot during the year. Alex Debrink, you had a brief chance to play with him. Are you disappointed that he didn't stick around or surprised or any of that? And I understand everybody's entitled to move along. I'm not trying to get into that. I'm just curious of what you may have thought because uh, you had the potential to be uh, his centerman at one point. Yeah, for sure. I was, um, was obviously disappointed. Didn't really know exactly what was going to happen. Obviously, there was some chatter about him possibly leaving, but um, I mean, yeah, it was kind of unfortunate with me getting injured this year because I was looking forward to to playing with yeah. him. Didn't really get a you know a ton of games to do that, but um, yeah, like you said, I mean, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Um, you know, did what he thought was best for him, and um, you know, that's kind of out of out of our control. So, yeah, uh, obviously, we'd love to have him, but um, I'm happy for his hometown now, and um, as a Josh, you got you got you got to be pretty fired up though, because now you had your surgery, you're healthy, you're going to be 100. percent And you look at the D, you got Chick right now, you got Zub, you got Shabbat. You look at what Sanderson did last year, and you look at the forward group. You guys were pretty, you guys were pretty deep, and you got the goaltending, you got the new goalie, and you got two good goalies. So I'd have to say, like you, you guys to me, like you guys look like you're ready to be a playoff team. So 
the group's got to be pretty excited about at least when you look at this team on paper it's it's got to it's got to make you pretty happy to to see the group that's that's going to start training camp right yeah i love it um i think we're pretty strong in in every area to be honest with you like i look up the middle i think we got some great players and um have some scoring on our on our wing and then i think we got some really good depth players and um and obviously adding Chicky at the end of the year was was huge and and he's all of a player and yeah the back end looks great um more so i think he's going to take a big step and um obviously adding corpusalo i think is is pretty great goalie so i think we're solid in in a lot of areas and um like i said everyone's excited to kind of get back to town and um got a few new faces so it'll be nice to get there a little bit early and get back but um yeah. excited man i think we got a great great group and all six of the top i'll say the top six players uh well-worded wally can score (laughs) let's say 25 plus goals which one of you isn't going to score 20 this year (laughs) (laughs) put him right on the spot Uh, i'm i'm kidding that's that's not fair i'm just curious like how do you spread around the offense of the top six players? Um, I mean, there's never enough offense, right? So, you know, I mean, I think everyone's got a chance to, depending on what the other team wants to do, whoever's playing with each right. other, have to match up with somebody. And then I think that'll leave it a little bit more wide open for, for the other group. And um, it's exciting to, to kind of see that. I haven't really looked at it like that on the screen before on paper. Um, and it's just exciting to see that and, um, you know, obviously Brady and Timmy and yeah. G last year. So whether or not they decided to keep that together, like I said, it's not not up to me. But I I thought they played extremely well together, and um, you know I got to see those guys play from the 300 level plenty of times in popcorn. Had a great time watching them. <laughs> so, so I, I'm I'm of the other of other opinion, Josh, because I remember when you guys finished that last year when you had 35 that year. You and Brady and Drake had such good chemistry. And, man, I just – you had the injury, things changed, and I don't expect you to answer it, answer this question because I don't want to put you on the spot. But, man, you guys have some chemistry. You have to admit that. But between you and Drake and Brady, like you you guys seem to know where each other is are at all times on the ice, and it just seems like you you just have that little sixth sense about each other. Yeah, we do. Um, you know, Obviously, I, I loved every second of playing with – those two guys uh i mean how, how can you not know um brady's you know like i said I, I think i was on here last year and when he was playing well he took his game to another level and i think he's going to do it again this year i shit, i just saw him two weeks ago and he's um he's just brick shit house like he's a big dude um i think he's going to score a lot of goals this year and um you know i mean draco back to even our belleville days that's kind of where it started and, um you know we we enjoy spending time together um, you know, away from the rink as well. And I think it's such a I love playing with him. So like I said, whatever uh, yeah. you know, line combinations they want to use is is kind of up to them and whatever they think is going to work best. But there's, um, there's a lot of options out there. That's for sure. Yeah. And, D- and is DJ there- is not afraid to mix and match. Like if, if, if guys, and that's the thing in an 82 game season, you're going to see a line combination that, you're going to ride for a little bit, but there's going to be a ton of mixing matching between that top six, in my opinion, to, to find the combinations on a given night. So he's good. Josh is going to play with everybody on every wing. 
at some point in the season, you're just going to, I don't think you're ever going to get to a point in that top six where you say we have a definitive top six and it's set guys are going to be able, you know, guys are going to come in and out. There's going to be injuries. That's the way things go. So, um, I was always a big believer. And I think Yorkie said he was a big believer in pairs. Yeah. And that's, mm-hmm. that's a, for me, like, I think Josh pairs so well with Drake, um, but he also pairs very well with Brady. So it, it's just a matter of finding the complementary pieces in that top six to, to go with the top two pairs. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, Brady has, I thought him and Timmy had, you know, great chemistry, especially kind of down the stretch. And obviously G2, like all three worked well together. So, um, and I love playing with Drake. I love playing with, it's kind of hard to just pick one guy. Yeah. So yeah, you're, you're spot on there probably. Uh, Okay, so you may not know this, but you do hold a franchise record, if you will, for goals per game scored uh, before you uh, twenty four and younger uh, at point four one. You uh, more than any other player in Senators history. I'm just. Do you feel the pressure to try to get back to thirty five next year? Um, no, not really. I mean, I obviously want to have a great year, but. Um... In reality, I haven't played in a long time, so who knows what's going to happen. It's a great league, and uh, we'll just kind of see how things end up. But um, I've put in a lot of work this summer, and, um, yeah, I, I think I've just been grinding for a long time. And um, I believe in myself and, uh, you know, know that I can have a great year no matter what the circumstances were. So um, not going to put any limits on myself and, and um, just kind of roll with it. Okay, I'll throw this out there. I feel like this – Top six, although I don't know Vladimir Tarasenko, so I'll leave him out. Uh, could care less how many points or goals they have on their stat line if they were to be in a playoff spot. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's a fair statement. At this point, I mean, I think, what, it's Brady's sixth year and Shabby's sixth mm. year and, um, you know, it's Timmy's, what, fourth year. It's going to be my fourth year. There's a lot of guys that have... Um, you know, been there a lot longer than I have, but I mean, I, I, I feel like it's been, um, you know, longer than we obviously want to. So, um, whatever it takes this year is, um, is, is what's going to be the answer. So it doesn't matter who scores, whatever, however many points. Um, I think we're a tight enough group to kind of, that's really important. So however we get there, it doesn't matter as, as long as we get there. Okay. I, there's one question I have left of hockey before we move on to some fun stuff. I feel like is, um, ironically or coincidentally, you scored your very first NHL goal on the power play in that exact same spot. We shouldn't be surprised. I'm just curious. Can you tell me, do you have a target in mind before the puck comes? Cause you obviously have got to one time it, or is it just a feel like on a, on a one timer? You mean? Yeah. Like when that puck comes over and you're hammering it in, do you have a spot picked? Um, Honestly, no. I, I kind of just like let it rip, and wherever it ends up, it ends up. Uh, I, sometimes I can tell, like if the goalie's late getting there or whatever, you might try to just get it up anywhere in the net, and it has a good chance of going in. But like if the goalie's just straight on, kind of depends on where the guy in that front is standing. So I, I guess I have an idea of where I want it to go, but I, nine times out of ten, I just hammer the thing and hope it goes in, or, or rebound. You know. So. Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, it's a legit answer. Um, so I, yeah. I, a lot of shooters are like that. I was, I wasn't for me. I always wanted the, the, I always, I always figured it had to be 18 
to 24 inches off the ice and you had to beat the goalie to the post. So I was always aiming short side to try to beat the goalie to the post. And like he, he did mention that a lot of times you can tell if the goalie's late and you can beat them. But that was, I wanted to make him make a save off the ice. That was, that was the big thing for me whenever I had those one timers, make sure he has to make a save off the ice. Cause they can cover the bottom of the net. It's harder to get across to cover the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I want to know, I was thinking the other day, which teammate would you pick for certain things? If your life was on the line and one of your teammates had to answer a mathematical equation, who would you want? I thought you were going to say who's, who would pick up the phone if you called him, but that changes things. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if there's too many guys on the team that would be able to do that, Wally. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I'm trying to get at here. I'm trying to – well, I'm, I'm just going to go right to the college guys. We'll ax all the junior guys. Yeah, yeah. You're allowed to put the pressure back on yourself if it's you. Oh, it's definitely not me. <laughs> I know, but <laughs> like, I, this seems I like know. a Shane Pinto answer. That was my, that was my guess. Could could Zub be a math guy? Could be. <laughs> Honestly, it wouldn't surprise me. That guy, I don't know. I feel like he's got something up his sleeve. Like I just don't know everything about him yet. I feel like, um, I feel like this should be something easy to answer. Who are our college guys? Me, Pence, Brady. Sandy, Sandy. Oh, maybe. Uh, I don't know. He's a wild card. Maybe Sandy. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Jake Sanderson. Fair enough. He looks smart. So there you go. Um, <laughs> do you have any special or hidden talents? Um, I mean, I speak German. I don't know if that's like. No, it's pretty good. I'm going to count that. <laughs> you know, why, why do you, where did you learn to speak? Oh, cause your, uh, your dad played in Germany, right? Yeah, like, I mean, I used to be fluent when I was young, and I, I've lost a lot just having them back. But I mean, I can I could get my way around if I was in a restaurant. That's awesome. So, yeah. so uh, Josh, could you could you technically play in the German league as a non-import? Uh, no, I don't think so because I don't have my passport. But um, there's some rule I think where if you play your first seven years of of um, like hockey there, I think you're yeah yeah. You, you're like entitled to some whatever. Um, so I, I mean, maybe, yeah. My brother, so he could tell you whether. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, do you have any weird foods that you eat or make? Um, weird foods. Not really. I mean, I'm pretty standard. I just like steak, sushi, pasta. That's about it. That's all I eat. Ice cream. Pretty boring, honestly. Okay, so here's something, guys, I need some help on. My daughter the other day is like, eggs are boring, doesn't like ketchup. She put salad dressing on them. On eggs? Is this this acceptable? That's what I thought. Just throw some cheese on there or something, Wally. She doesn't like, she, yeah, she doesn't, it's boring to her. So she tried to. She's one of those kids that doesn't like cheese, but she'll eat pizza. (laughs) She did put cheese on them. She still didn't, she found it. Just blah. Yeah. So I'm just curious if salad dressing is an acceptable form on eggs. I, I think the short answer is no. I think <laughs> hot sauce is about as far as it's allowed to go, in my opinion. Yes. Yeah. Hot yeah. sauce. Okay. That's it. Hot sauce. Fair enough. Frank's. The Frank's red hot. Yeah. Yeah. Go with the Frank's. There you go. Josh, where's your uh, where's your go to sushi spot in uh, in Ottawa? You got a go to? Um. Honestly, no. I just go on Uber Eats and see what. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he grew up on Michigan sushi, so it's not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Are you alone now? Like, uh, do you have a roommate? Are you bringing in like a young guy for you this year? No, it's, it's just me next year. Um, yeah, just me. I like being yeah. yeah. It's amazing. But it, I just looking at headshots of like Claude Giroux today on NHL.com. And then there was pictures of Brady and you like how quickly you guys grow up and change. I don't know if you ever go back and look at your headshots, how different uh, they are. I saw, I actually saw those with G today. That was pretty funny. Might've taken a screenshot of one or two of them. Just for- <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great. It, yeah. It's, but it's funny how, or not funny, how quickly your career goes by. All of you can probably attest to this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, for the first couple of years, and if it's not going well, you're like, well, there's next year, there's next year. And then all of a sudden, you're in the middle of it and you don't realize next year's, you know, you're on the back nine pretty quickly. Um, and it, yeah, it goes by fast. And then it, you know, a lot of guys don't get to call their own shots on how it ends. So, um, you know, the guys that we've had on the show are guys that are going to be able to for the most part. But uh, a lot of guys just are done before they know it, you know. Um, yeah. So Bob, you sign yeah. your papers. You you sign those papers yet? I still. You know what? I don't have a printer, so no. <laughs> 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 I have a, I, I'm, my printer works about as well as the webcam that sits on top of my computer. <laughs> Listen, so, no. I'm fifty. I'm fifty three. I still haven't signed my retirement. I mean, okay, papers. so they don't need to. I know how to log. I can now log into the alumni website and get the Best Buy discount if I need it. That's there. You go. <laughs> hey, listen, it's not as good as the current discount. I'm telling you that. I believe I, it. I, I'm told there is no papers to sign. Like you don't have to sign papers. I hope not, because I never signed anything. Yeah. Um, what are you talking? I have absolutely no idea what's going on. <laughs> we're talking about retirement papers if we've actually officially signed anything well, you, you basically said josh is getting near the back nine here he goes no, <laughs> he said. no i did not um, <laughs> josh what's your favorite book and tv show um i don't read many books wally so i don't i got my head um tv we'll just skip to the tv show yeah it's right now and uh I don't know. Have you guys seen Suits? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I haven't finished it, but yeah. Yeah. Great television show. No, we that or Entourage. Those are like my my two. Oh. Yeah. Entourage is a great show. Big Entourage. Yeah. Hard to beat. Uh, all right. Oh, one last question, Josh. You were traded for Eric Carlson, so I feel like we have to ask you yeah. what your thoughts are of him now being in the same conference as the Ottawa Senators. Um. Honestly, I haven't thought about it for a second uh, i mean yeah well i mean um we didn't really get to i think i played against him once um or maybe twice obviously i didn't play against him last year, so i was hurt but um yeah he uh he's like back to his old self right now and um it's exciting and it's i think it's good for the league and um i mean yeah i guess i'm excited to play against him but uh other than that i don't have too much to say about it Fair enough. <laughs> it's okay yeah um Gentlemen, unless you have other questions, I will let uh, Josh go for it. He's got to walk the dog. Let him go. Thanks for doing it, man. And thanks. For, <laughs> you're part of the 100th episode, so big day around yeah. for us. Yeah, that's thank you right. very much. Uh, we so, needed a, a nay one guest, and that's who we uh, – Bobby immediately said, well, we got to get Josh on. That's yeah. how it worked out, yes. <laughs> thanks, Bob. appreciate that. 
Gotcha, buddy. Thanks, Wally. Thanks, uh, <laughs> we'll look forward to seeing you in Ottawa soon, and uh, good luck this season. We'll, uh, we'll reach back out and get a chance to chat with you during the season, if that's all right. Yeah, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. I'll see you guys soon. See you, man. Uh, there goes Josh Norris. Uh, thank you to him. Um, one of the good ones. He's just – you know what? Josh is just a simply good guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's not you know a lot of people like that, but he is just one of those genuinely good people. I just wanted to – so, um, so if anyone's concerned about his shoulder, I mentioned, so my older brother, Jeff was, uh, Josh was playing the hunt, I think last week. And he said he came up to the tee and saw him hit. You played with him before, Bob, you golfed with Josh before. I haven't golfed with Josh. No, he no. hits a, I guess he was hitting like three thirty off the tee, <laughs> just bombing it. Yeah. I would imagine. Just, he, I would imagine he likes it pretty good. Yeah. So you're saying Jeff York's an insider. He's now an insider, <laughs> hockey insider. I love it. Yeah, uh, yeah I can't yeah, wait yeah. for the two of you to own the team. Me, me neither, man. Can't wait. <laughs> uh, any updates on that before we go here? Uh, I, I don't think ownership's gonna. The papers are probably gonna get signed till, like, until the keys get handed over. I'm, I'm thinking it's gonna be middle of September now. I think there's, there's, there's more things to go on here. And I, I'm looking from what I'm told, it's a mid, it's kind of a mid December, sorry, mid, not December, mid mid September that the team technically is going to, uh, to change hands. If all, if all things go well. Okay. Well, we look forward to your showing us your office tour. Um, with that boys, I'll bid you, Hey, you have your own show next week. Just so you know, just two of us. Yeah. That's that's your show. Bob. Let's go. I'll send you the nerd report on the weekend. It's going to be, it's going to be detailed. I love I, it. I just like to point out in case uh, you're listening to this on podcast, Bob's face got as happy as I've seen him when I said that I would not be on the show. No, no, no. It's just, yeah. because it's time you lit up. To, Hey, I, I, I'm in third place in the standings on appearances on our own show. I'm right at the run. <laughs> I'm going to run. You know what's going to happen? Hey, we're going to get Wally off the show and we're going to have, we'll have Carl on as our first guest and Alfie, <laughs> Pierre. We're gonna Everyone's Pierre's coming on for sure. Wally's <laughs> off. If you get Pierre on, I will, I'll, I will not bother doing another show. <laughs> uh, but I have questions for you the week after. Yeah. Safe yeah. to say you'll be back the week after. Uh, I'll leave you some questions. Perfect. Uh, all right, boys. Uh, thank you for everybody in the chat. I appreciate it uh, as always. A uh, huge day. And so, uh, and to all of you who have been around to watch us for a hundred episodes, we thank you uh, very deeply from the bottom of our hearts. So gentlemen, uh, we'll see you. Well, I won't see you, but 101 is up to you next week. Cheers. fellas. See you boys. You. Have a good one. Have a good one. Coming in hot is brought to you by Botano.ca. Please hit that like button and subscribe to our channel to never miss an episode.